I've lived in Astoria um, for about eight years now, and I think like at the moment that I moved to Queens from Bed-Stuy, I was in. I was very much thinking about gentrification because I lived in Bed-Stuy for five years, and I saw how much things were changing there. Uh, I knew how much my rent went up, which was what forced me out. And I, when I moved up to Queens, like I had in my mind, like I don't want to be part of the problem. I want to be part of the solution. And so I got involved with uh, Queens Not for Sale. Queens Not for Sale was organizing different meetings just to educate people mostly at first. I mean, we, we also staged some direct actions. It was a lot of education uh, and just letting people know what was going on in terms of rezonings and different yeah, developments and who was doing what in the you know, local government, who we could talk to, put pressure on, what different things they were supporting, like the BQX that we think is a terrible idea that's going to also, you know, increased gentrification along the waterfront in Queens. Anyway, so there were a lot of us, I, I met a lot of people um, through Queens Not For Sale uh, during those like few years, first few years I lived in Queens. And uh, some of them are also like working artists. So I also got involved in this other group that's called the Queens Action Council, which is a food justice group. And we had been trying to we were doing a survey about um, the need for affordable, healthy food in Astoria in particular, and we wanted to start a food co-op. And somehow along the way, as we were doing outreach in the neighborhoods, we got connected to the Western Queens Community Land Trust, um, or at least to some people who were going to start it. It was not officially an entity yet, but they were working on it. And so when I went to a meeting as a representative of Queen's Action Council, um, I saw that there were a lot of different people involved. Um, like I said, there were definitely working artists involved. There were small business owners, professors, students, you know, the professors and students studying like urban studies, um, urban planning, those types of um, people. And then also, yeah, community activists who I recognized from like the anti-gentrification network, um, people who had been involved with Queens Not For Sale, but also there was a, there's also like a Queens anti-gentrification network group. Uh, so some of those people were there. Um, and yeah, it's just now, I think it was in 2020, they officially filed the 501c3 like nonprofit status and became like an actual entity. So it's very new. The plan is to, you know, right now we're focused on this building in Long Island City, but we're talking about all of Western Queens and we're working with organizations also like in Woodside, like Woodside on the Move and people in these different neighborhoods in Western Queens to identify, you know, um, vacant lots, buildings that that are not being used to their full potential, uh, different things like this. So it's not like the idea, because there's this big cross-section of people, like including the small business owners and stuff, it's not 
we're not only focused on affordable housing. That's one aspect of it, but the other aspect of it is going to be to help small businesses, which are like increasingly being pushed out of Long Island City and Astoria and, and all Western Queens, but like particularly, you know, over on the waterfront area. So yeah, the plan for this Department of Ed building uh, in Long Island City is, it's got a lot of different things in it from my perspective, you know, the food co-op was is going to be a part of it. You know, if if we can make this happen, this is the ideal. A food co-op, a rooftop garden, also a commissary kitchen for uh, food vendors. So we've also the food vendor project has also been involved. Street vendor project has been involved. Um, so we want to have a kitchen. Um, we want to have storage for like their carts spaces for small businesses, uh, artist studios, affordable artist studios, also elementary school teachers that were involved that maybe, I don't know if this is because it's Department of Ed building right now, but like some people want to start like a community school there too, because because of all, like how many people have moved into the area, like there's a lack of schools. And so that's another part of like, it. We that's more complicated to put a school in that building just because of the codes, the building codes, but um, there's one model that we've made that includes a school. Um, so yeah, that's where we want to start, but like we are also looking at these other um, spaces and housing, you know, possibilities where we can have um, really affordable housing as well um, as the small businesses. Yeah, a lot of these groups were involved with um, fighting Amazon coming to Long Island City. Um, and yeah, a lot of these groups have been fighting a lot of the big developments as well. Um, TF Cornerstone and yeah, various, there have been a lot of plans thrown out um, in that area in particular in Long Island City. So after Amazon, um, well, yeah, so a lot of these groups came together to fight Amazon and we won. Obviously they didn't come. Um, I don't think, yeah, I do not think the government should be giving tax breaks to large corporations. Not at all. Never. <laughs> um, they need to give tax breaks or incentives or just give money to community groups or like small businesses. And like, yeah, if, can we have more co-ops? Can we have more community owned things? Like not huge companies like Amazon. Like they don't need, they don't need help. They have enough money. I would say like people you know involved in the CLT and and whatnot like really didn't don't think did not think that would happen. We saw the pattern and like the jobs that were available were going to be out of reach for like people low income people who live in the neighborhood. Um, they were going to bring people in. They would relocate people with their salaries and um, it would just contribute you know to that gap um, of like all these people moving into the high rises, getting their food delivered. Like, you know, it wasn't going to help like bring resources to the community. It was going to suck resources out of the community. 